following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down, handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. We have got a midweek edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. Was that the bull dance right there? Hump day. Oh. Mm. Oh. Interesting. I was happy Gilmore. <laughs> Feeling the flow. Feeling the flow. Working it. Feeling Working it. Feeling the flow. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Hello. Rob Phillips, Kyle Yeoman's with you. Chris Beam is in the back. And gentlemen, we have plenty of news to get to. Yes. We've only got 45 minutes Dang of this show, and we're going to need every single one of them to hit what happened last night and the reaction uh, or counter-reaction to what happened as the Dallas Cowboys release Jalen Smith, linebacker, Pro Bowler, either <laughs> fan favorite or fan not so favorite, depending on who you talk to. I mean, it goes both ways. Jalen Smith, no longer a Dallas Cowboy. Rob Phillips, how did this thing go down? I actually thought this was going to happen in the offseason. I thought we'd be having this conversation in like, I don't March. know, February, March. Yeah. Uh, I think this decision was complex, just like his time here. Hmm. It, 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 you know, you look at. His entire career here, and it, you can't lose sight of of what a great comeback story it was for him in 2016. I know he has his detractors, lots of them, mm-hmm. um, from the fan base and the media as well. But you can't lose sight of that. It's a complex story. The way he emerged as a starter, and then by the end of it, was only playing about half the snaps. The reason why they cut him, decided to release him, is partly about performance, and it's partly about money. You know, look, he was playing 56% of the snaps the first four games of the season. And on top of that, they're willing to eat what seven million, whatever it is, mm. for the rest of this season because, you know, partly because there's that injury guarantee. And you remember he had, I think, wrist surgery in the offseason. If he were to have a major injury, he can't pass physical next year. That's like nine million guaranteed next year. So his agent's amazing. They had a decision to weigh when you're playing, you know, the player that's playing that little of snaps. I mean, it, it was it's a complex decision, and I really thought I didn't think he'd be back next year, but I thought he'd play out this season. Didn't happen four games in. No, it did not. Jalen Smith had five years, fifty point one million, or excuse me, fifty point seven million dollars left on his contract. His release leaves behind sixteen point six million dollars of dead cap to the Cowboys. Nine point eight of that is going in twenty twenty one, and that's also seven point two million dollars cash. And then twenty twenty two, six point eight million dollars. So not only is it close to ten mil this year, it's close to seven mil next year of dead cap. Jesus. And that's exactly what Jalen Smith has coming his direction, which makes it, at least from an outsider's standpoint, look like something led to this decision. I mean, the complex nature of it means that nothing is straightforward, right? I mean, I think overriding, it's, it's, the you know there's a drop in performance if if True. from his 2019 Pro Bowl if there wasn't we wouldn't be having this conversation and Micah Parsons might not be here and Keanu Neal might not be here and uh, I, I think you know he ran into a situation where he's not playing as much and you know they decide I guess they felt comfortable enough with the depth going forward that they could make this decision even if it meant eating some salary like you just mentioned Kyle a lot of salary here yeah what do you think at Heckman? No, I, you know what? I'm, I'm wanting to hear from from Isaiah and Mrs. Standback in Seattle. I said to him before, I said, before you even open your mouth, make sure you don't get that call from Seattle <laughs> from your mama telling you to, hey, <clears throat> watch yourself. It's <laughs> happened before. On it has. Show. So <laughs> I said what I said. Well. Mama Standback already said it. Well, um, 
It's a lot to talk about today, guys. Yes, sir. Um, we're not talking Giants today, are we? No, we're not we're talking Giants. We're going to table that. A lot, yeah. a lot yeah. to happen here. Um, Jalen Smith. Uh, first of all, I want to thank him for his time here, his contributions, because there's a lot of work that goes into being a, a player, and he made a lot of commitments to this team. He busted his butt to get back. The organization um, obviously committed to him coming off that injury, and I, I feel like he gave it his all. I do feel like he gave it his all. Um, sometimes giving it your all isn't enough, and that's the unfortunate thing about pro sports. And he found himself in a situation, like Rob P. just said, where competition kind of – kind of came upon him, right? Last year was was a heck of a year, uh, unfortunate in a bad way. Um, and because of that, um, the team had to make alterations. The team brought in a new defensive coordinator. team brought in some more depth. They brought in some veterans. They brought in some young guys. And they wanted to create this culture of competition, which we hit on yesterday. When you don't rise to that level of competition, then things happen in this league, regardless of what and – I, and, I, and I mentioned this as soon as Quinn came on. I told you guys – for my time with Quinn, he doesn't give a dog on how much money you make. Mm-hmm. He don't care. You don't. You don't. There's no pecking order simply because of what your salary says that you make. You don't just. You don't receive things simply because of that playing time. You have to earn it. And I think the Cowboys were still committed to him even up until I don't remember what the date was, Rob. Up until his contract was guaranteed, there was March a date. March 21st. March 21st, right? March 21st. They had a decision to make: Do we keep him on a roster or do we let him go, trade him, whatever, without any consequences? Well. They they still at that March twenty first obviously they felt good about him and that's why it's surprising. I yeah. mean you know even even with the moves afterwards yeah. with Parsons and all that for sure. So at that date they obviously felt like he can make a contribution to this team, right? Enough seven well, however much money he was going to make this year. Right now at this point it's seven point two, right? But whatever it was for the for those four games including that I don't know what the total is. Yeah, but he they felt good enough about him to have him on the roster. Um, and then something happened. Something happened. New guys showed up. Right, new D coordinator who makes decisions shows up and says, mm, "Maybe he was like, that's not he's not a good fit for us. Maybe he's not making enough enough good plays. Maybe he's not making the right decisions. Maybe guys don't respect him. Maybe he's not just competing with these young guys and he's not receiving that well. He doesn't. Some guys are used to being in the limelight, and when new guys show up and compete, they kind of back down or they they feel as if they should be given something. Right, like they're entitled to something when they have to really earn their spot. I don't know." Maybe he said that one of the coach's moms had an Audi belly button. I really don't know. <laughs> right? But something happened. <laughs> something <laughs> something happened. Heck, what did you just say? <laughs> what What did you just say? <laughs> Why? Well, to, to, to that point, to give somebody $7.2 million to go home. Take your ball and go home. <laughs> E.T. phone home. Seven. Here. How often have you seen that? You don't yeah. see it a lot. Two million dollars? Eh, I can eat that. Yep. Two point five three. Eh, that's a lot of money. All right, but we can eat that if it's not going. If he's not a good fit for this team, and he's not, you know, you know, con- conducive to our environment. Seven million dollars. We could have got two KJ rights for that. Hmm. That's a lot of money, and even with a surprise mid-season release, it doesn't always happen to where they're just handing out cash. Look at Stephon Gilmore, which, yes, we will talk about later. Yes. The Patriots released him uh, yesterday as well, or will, or, or will release will. him today, I guess I should say. So, But there's no money guaranteed on that deal mm-hmm. at all. I mean, there was a money-esque move that needed to be made there from the Patriots' standpoint. Here, that's what's, that's what's confusing, is... Is it just the sole factor of, hey, down the line, it could be more money. Let's try and nip this before it really gets any bigger. You know, I, I think when you look at Jalen Smith's career, and that's that's something that's going to take care of itself, the numbers, the Pro Bowl, all of those things, you know, and the appreciation from the fans and what he'd done, and, and the negative stuff is going to be there as well. But, you know, when you talk about the March deadline, I think at that point the Cowboys didn't know. They, they were in limbo, and they had to sign that at least to have the depth of what they had. Now, people will say that this is a Micah move, but to me, I think it's a Ke- Keanu Neal move. Yeah. And the reason being is Neal has shown you that I can't take that off of the field, just even running, mm-hmm. passing, all of those things, because then I'm tipping my hand on what my coverages are and what I'm doing. And for Dan Quinn, that wasn't going to work. You saw them try certain things at the beginning of the game against Carolina, and you saw our linebackers completely get blown out of the way. You can't do that with a guy that can't read and react because his physical limitations, because of his mm-hmm. physical limitations. I've never seen a guy be sent home with $7 million. 7.2. Seven, excuse me, 7.2. <laughs> 
And on top of all of that, just the the money that he, I won't go into what he paid to, to wear number nine, all of that stuff. But this guy has literally tried many times in his career to reinvent, renew his 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 career uh, because of all of the devastating things that happened to him coming into the league. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is. You have guys now on your team that you that is no longer is an excuse to keep them on the bench. Mm. You gotta find out what Jabril Cox has because he's showing you something in practice. So you gotta he's the, the guy has to be inserted. And you cannot take number forty two out uh just to keep number nine on the field. And and those things I think Dan Quinn and I have to, you know, applaud him for making that decision because he did what was best for the team and the youth movement that they have and where they're going with these new guys. You know, you just gotta applaud the, the organization for doing it. It's the timing that's the weird part. But I, I completely agree with you all the way through. Again, I though I think it's they look at how much he's playing and there is that I you know, the reports and I think they're accurate. There is that injury guarantee for 2022 20, mm-hmm. coming out there, and they that's a risk. That's a financial risk that they <laughs> had to look at. I will say this. I, there's been no indication it was any kind of issue with him with the lack of playing time. I mean, you look at his, his playing time last year. He played 98% of the defensive snaps. And you say what you want about his production. After he missed that first season, rehab with Britt Brown all year in 2016 to get back from that career-threatening injury, mm-hmm. he was always available. And I, I bet teammates are shocked because there's a lot of – he was the guy that broke, in, broke down the huddle before kickoff yep. on, on Sunday against Carolina. I bet guys are shocked. So, But look, it, Isaiah hit it. You guys hit it. I mean, it's about competition. And I'll take it one step further. I think it's also – J. Ron Curse has stepped into this kind of hybrid mm-hmm. – safety linebacker role where they've got three safeties big on the nickel. field yep. this big nickel role and he's not coming off the field you got Keanu Neal probably coming off COVID this week and you mentioned Jabril Cox I'm interested to see if maybe he plays a little bit more I don't know if it's going to be a lot more right but yeah, he's only gotten four snaps yeah maybe they are wanting to take a look at him a little bit more you know and and he's got that speed and coverage ability that that, that they're using curse for that, that Keanu Neal can bring that kind of stuff the weird thing is i don't think that this is the last move that the cowboys make if you talk about who's on what, on ir and the guys that i mean because you're going to have to make some some moves because of that competition that's coming you know it's almost like we're still in training camp as the season is going on yeah. the way that guys are yes. still competing against each other so look man this is just a very interesting move i'm sure it shocked the hell out of a lot of guys on this team, but I think it put a lot of other guys on, on notice. notice. Yeah, it nobody's put a, safe. Nobody's mm-hmm. safe. That's the environment you want. You brought this up like long when, time when, ago. When guys come off IR, though, like recently, yeah, what do they do? There's now there's one open spot, one less spot to worry about. I mean, Donovan Wilson's coming back too from injury. They got to find snaps for him. It's uh, it looks like some depth, fellas. Hmm. More depth than we've seen in a while. More depth than 53-man roster can hold <laughs> at, at some certain spots, I will say. Wee wee. Um, just kind of a going, along, going along with what Rob said, and, and I really like the point that Heckma made a moment ago of talking about how – what are you laughing about now? What's going just, on now? Just, I just went French for a second. Wee wee. Oh, so. oh, yeah. Oh, now I know what you're talking yeah. about. That, that's an inside joke yeah. among this show. Uh, we had – a couple people reporting throughout the the night last night saying sources tell the cow told or from the Cowboys tried unsuccessfully to trade Jalen Smith. Oh yeah, did everything they had asked yeah. him to do. Ultimately, the guys like Heckman was saying, Keona Neal, Leighton Vander Esch, Micah Parsons, Jabril Cox, and and their depth led to the decision, which is why. We didn't really see that decision made in training camp. Like you said, they were in limbo. I love that point. So why could you not trade this guy? Is it straight-up contract, or is it more so the, the performance? How much money was he supposed to make this year, mm. including the four games? Let's talk about how much he's already made. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm talking about now. collect just in total. Yeah, i got to look at his I mean, right, big so number. Well, the $7 million is guaranteed. Okay. Chris yeah. Bean, do you know what that is? This, this, Off the yeah, top. But, Anyways, nobody's going to pay four million extension that he signed in yeah, 2019. No, nobody's going to pay for him for his production. Okay, that's that's just let's just talk pure football. His contract, the Cowboys gave him a very nice contract. That was a very um, Jerry loved him. I'll say that Jerry loved him and gave him a very favorable contract, and it put 
this team, this organization, in a bad position um, when he no. did not put up that production. Right when he didn't put when he doesn't put up that production in order when you get paid like that you're supposed to be a dominant force you're supposed to be somebody that they circle on every time the offense steps up they circle you you better know who this dude is he's a dog right, right? and I don't think aside from one year I don't think Jalen was ever that guy mm. right so when you start calling other teams say hey you want to pick up seven million dollars for him no you know until until that point you know it's just uh, you know KJ's my dog but like KJ Wright KJ Wright he signed with with Las Vegas for three and a half million dollars. I can get a KJ Wright for three and a half million, but you want me to pay seven million for him? Yeah, no, just not way this, above market value. Yeah, not at this point in his career. And I, and I think the the only thing that I, I disagree with is the gave him. I I feel like his he earned. Per- yes, let me get done on this. He 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 earned it, and he signed a. Uh, a team-friendly deal is is the way that they they said it was a team-friendly deal when he signed it. So let's being fair to to Jalen, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it came to a certain point where the speed just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He couldn't move them puppies, and you saw it. And, you know they say the eye in the sky don't lie, and if it don't lie to us and we're seeing it, it don't lie to them back there when they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, this is what we had designed, dog. Where, where are you going? You know, so you can't continue to have credibility if you're seeing a guy playing to that level mm-hmm. and you have a guy sitting over here on the bench yeah. that can give you more than that. And you're paying that guy twice what you would have paid the guy that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? So, I, it, look, that they put themselves in a conundrum. That started in March. They had to cut mm-hmm. bait, and I think they did what was necessary. You're right. That was an interesting stretch when he got that extension. And you're right. It wasn't like a monster extension. No. Lyle Collins got one, too, around the same time. It wasn't a monster extension. They were in the middle of negotiating with Zeke, trying to get him out of the holdout, mm-hmm. and that was a that was an interesting stretch of yeah. how much pies available and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. And he was coming off a Pro Bowl appearance, um, but look, it, and he led the team in tackles the last two years. But clearly, they felt like more competition was needed, and the snaps show it. He's playing fifty six percent of the snaps. He's playing half of what he normally does, and that's because other guys clearly they thought were playing better. I wonder if this move was made in March, there would have been a completely different mindset on the draft. Well, I, I mean, into. to Rob's point, I expected him to be gone then. Yeah, I was looking at that date like, there's no way. There's no we way. All, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we on talked the about show. it. There's no way they're going to let him get to that and give him guarantee. His, his, first of all, bravo to his agent. Doggone. I've never seen. I talked, <laughs> I talked to Barry Church earlier. We talked on the phone. We are like, bro, who is his agent? Because to get a guarantee. Right, he got a roster bonus, pretty much. He got a roster guarantee. But you're a starter. How do you get a roster guarantee as a starter, right, for a salary of that amount, right? And then, if I get injured, <laughs> if I get injured at any point, my night, my next year, my nine million is guaranteed. Bam. Kudos. Sign everybody who's a free agent. Sign that dude because <laughs> he took care of Jalen. Well, you know, look, man, some people play chess, some people play checkers. And it, when it came down to it, the, the Cowboys are sitting there looking at it. It may have looked favorable back when he signed yeah. the deal, but when they were sitting around in, in the Cowboy Club and said, well, you know what, <laughs> we're not going to do this $9.7 million. As a matter of fact, Keanu Neal, Curse, and Micah Parsons make it where we don't have to do this. And so mm-hmm. why would we keep that? And that's still, is that nine? on the cap for next year as well. Yep. So, I mean, they're going to pay for this move, but it, it was better for them just to go ahead and be rid of it and, you know, cut bait. Like I said, cut bait. Go to another guy. So Keanu Neal makes, what, $4 million? Uh, I think it's less than that. I'm not entirely yeah, sure. So I don't have it up in front of me. Salaries. That's expensive, boy. And you know, for him, he's got a chance, because he's vested, he's got a chance now to be a free agent immediately yep. and try to find a spot somewhere else where he might get to play more. I don't know if that's going to happen at this point in the season, but – it's possible. There's a lot. There's a lot of injuries at linebacker, yeah. and so is he's going to get that opportunity. I, I feel like he has. He hasn't done anything to ruin his reputation in the league, oh. other than just you know, just guys come oh, with a yeah, reputation yeah. sometime of being not good in the locker room, not being good off the field, and so that's not his reputation. And that's a. This is a guy that I got to say this. This is a guy that does a lot of stuff in yes, the Dallas community. community. Yes. He is a guy that goes to minority communities and yeah. take young kids and put them in these data camps and teach them how to code. He's a guy that gives money to minority businesses. I mean, you don't find a Jalen Smith in your community. And any team that does get this guy, they're going to get a quality person Person. uh, in their locker room. So, I mean, look, the production wasn't there, the play wasn't there, but just keeping it classy. 
Jalen Smith's a good dude. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. I mean, you you remember back to last year, he was the Walter Mayton Pan of the Year nominee from the Cowboys, yeah. and yeah. that's not a an easy task. I mean, that is a high honor, even to be nominated from a team to to be a part of that award process but, means hey, a lot. Hey, but. If being a good guy meant you had longevity in the NFL, Rob yeah. P, you play for a lot of years. Oh, yeah, well, Rob P Island, yeah. right? Rob P Island, baby. It can be. It give you a bust. bust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Cowboys Nation. Get your calls in 888-855-2297. Instant reaction from the Jalen Smith news and what do you think around what the Cowboys are going to do next when we return on Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay. You've heard that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. If you want to join him and do great work with great people for great pay, apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Second segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the great Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback. Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Let's hit the phone lines. We are reacting to Jalen Smith news released by the Dallas Cowboys here this week prior to the game and the matchup with the New York Giants this Sunday. We've got Chris in Indy on the line. What up, Chris? What's up, guys? Love the show. Appreciate it, Chris. Hey, I think you guys are missing something. Now, last year, this last offseason, Jalen's contract was guaranteed for injury. He had wrist surgery. So technically, he couldn't pass his physical. So the seven point two million was already guaranteed for the year. Hmm. Isn't that correct? Mm, I can't remember if that's. I, th- I thought it was because they just picked up the option, right? Well, no, his the contract was guaranteed for injury only. You know, if they didn't pick it up, but since he had wrist surgery after the season, he couldn't pass the physical. So the money was guaranteed regardless whether he got waived or not. The money was guaranteed. Okay, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. He is. <laughs> yeah. Chris Beam coming in, uh, hot saying, yeah. He is. Yeah, he's right. Chris and Chris. Yeah. Chris, up. No, that's a great, that's yeah. a good point then. I mean, that kind of changes your thought process with this whole deal, right? Because it was already guaranteed going into that decision-making process, right? Yeah. And that's what, I mean, I said what I was saying about offseason, I thought next year they would do this in mm-hmm. 2022 because then – you're you're not you don't have to do that guarantee. It's kind of what Bar, I was thinking. Barring too. injury, yeah. if you want to take the risk, and he's not playing as many snaps this year, so there's not there's probably less risk of getting hurt. But yeah, that's I mean, if they're not put in that if they put in a situation where they had to do it, then yeah, 
kudos to them for going ahead and saying, look, though, we still got to potentially upgrade this spot. And that's what they did, you know, drafting Parsons, adding guys. So uh, they, they weren't happy with the depth. Yeah, that brings know? up a whole nother wrinkle to it, because if he if that was already in, and you talk about how great his agent is, if he already had the wrist surgery and it was going to be guaranteed anyway, it wasn't, wasn't so much of a pickle as we think it is. But still, you know, something about that March deadline, they still have to pick up his option um, from there. And so, look. Uh, that's, a, that's a great point, Chris. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad glad he brought that up. But it, I think it does go back to kind of what Rob was just saying. Of e- even if that money is guaranteed from an earlier date that we didn't necessarily think about, it's still <laughs> surprising that they do it week four of the NFL season, week five of the NFL season, rather than waiting and just letting it ride out a little more. How does that change your, the chemistry of your team when a guy <laughs> like that, when a guy like that, that's a that's a mm-hmm. staple yep. in your in your locker room, is cut? After four games. Well, let me just let me start by saying this. We don't know what's going on in the locker room, right? So there might be things, other layers to this that yeah. we don't that we're unaware of. So I'll, let me let me preface it with that. Um, but to your point, it puts everybody on notice. You already said that everybody's on notice, and and that's something that we've talked about in here. It, it's Quinn. It's a Quinn effect. It's the Quinn effect, right? I think in in past. In the past, if you're a cowboy or anybody else, no matter where you're at, if you're getting paid a certain amount, you're on a team. Especially if your contract's guaranteed. Yep. What's the what's the benefit? What's the benefit of me letting you go? Even if I even if you revert all the way back to just a specialist for me, I'm already I gotta pay you anyway. So you you're gonna do something to contribute to this team. Even if I don't have you on the field, I'm paying you seven milli or plus, whatever he's already made. Right. So to let him go, it lets everybody else know that you are not exempt. That you're not exempt. You understand that the, the owner of this organization has said that he is a cornerstone player for us. If we're willing to let go of our cornerstone player and he's already due the money, and we're just gifting him money to go home, everybody can get it. The can man. Everybody can get it. Hmm. Well, even with the cornerstone talk, I mean, again, I don't know if that was just – yeah, you know, they talk, you know, at, at the time. But you know, the way that they respond, and we're going to give Quinn a lot of the credit for the competition part. But we have to give the front office credit for making the, the tough decisions. And if they're willing to make those tough decisions and say, "Look, we don't care uh, mm-hmm. about all of these other things," it has to show up production-wise. On the and th- if that wants, mm-hmm. then we need to go in a different direction. We we talk about the depth that we didn't have last year in conjunction with what we have right now mm-hmm. and it's a night and day situation mm-hmm. and I think you can't make those situ- you can't make those decisions last year because your hands were tied yeah, behind your back you had nothing who was behind him Luke Gifford or yeah. someone like that so Joe Thomas who's now on the Texans yeah that's about it this is what happens too when you bring in a defensive coordinator I'm not saying this is all Dan Quinn but yeah. he comes Ooh. in and he's got a fresh set of eyes and what he wants and you know he brought in two a safety and a safety turn linebacker that he thought yeah I played with them or I coached them they're going to help transform this defense that is that carries a lot of weight, yes. you know, and that's that's a big reason why you're looking at the snap disparity from 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 last year. And it's also Micah Parsons, a guy you just can't take off the field, you know. Now I'm curious now with this decision, does that change his role at all going forward, or you still just look at it like you know based on matchups, wherever Micah needs to play, we'll play him there. And, and for whatever's best for that particular week. I, I would agree with, with just that. You know, you stay with Micah in his role of he does everything, all right? <laughs> you know, uh, he's a center, he's a corner, he's a safety, he's all of those things. But it just shows the talent. I just believe that backs out of the backfield, tight ends, and you look at our matchups going forward, I just look at what we're doing this sun- Sunday versus the Giants. Man, they have a back that's going to be out of the backfield, and I don't think mm-hmm. that we wanted to see Jalen Smith in open air with him. <laughs> and y'all laugh, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, let's go to Sam in Atlanta. Sam, what's going on? You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what up, Sam? Hey, uh, yeah, I um, I just wanted to chime in a little bit. I know there's not a whole lot I can say that hadn't been said, but I was a little shocked. I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. uh, at the move because uh, everybody's been talking about, you know, Jalen and his speed. And I was one of the biggest fans of his, you know, because of the injury and everything. But I wanted to just um, touch a couple of things and then I'll get off. You were talking about, you know, how 
it puts everybody on notice. And two names in particular that came up to my mind when you said that, and I want you all to just kind of dive into, um, first of all, Lyle Collins. I don't know what his contract situation is, but, you know, the fact that still has come on so much and Lyle did such a, you know, a stupid thing and what he did. And the other one being um, Tank Lawrence. I mean, everybody's talking about, yeah, Tank's great, you know, in the run and all of this and that. But now we see that we played better without both of those guys. So I'm going to hang up, but I wish y'all just talk about that a little bit. So two people or even more people that may be on notice. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Sam. Sam might be the bravest man in Cowboys Nation. I like a Sam. Sam it's in a the bold a. statement, but I mean, it's a question that needs to be asked, right? Are they playing better? Or are they they're finding ways to get by? <clears throat> I think they're, are they going to be even better when both guys get back? Yeah, now, you can talk. You can factor in their salary. You can do and it both ways. You can you know. say it's both ways. We don't know what's going to happen when they come back, but you're right. At the moment, that's what it looks like. Are they better when the both guys get back? I think so. Yeah, I mean, everybody should think so, right? No, I mean, look, Terrence Steele has done a hell of a job, but I do not he's think not he's not Lyle Collins. I mean, we come a long way with Terrence Steele in the last three weeks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. what were we? What was everybody saying? From just dialogue. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was everybody saying a month ago? Like, get rid of him. Yeah. You know, like I, I just feel as though. You know, Terrence Steele has done a great job, but when Lael comes off of that suspension, he going right back over there to the right side and do his job. You know, but the other thing about Tank Lawrence is I think it's so easy to look at this organization and say, look at the production of guys once they get paid. And starting from the Cowboys, look everywhere. But here specifically, guys get paid and production goes down. And Putting guys on notice is one thing, but asking guys to look, man, this is what you have. Be who you are. But if you don't have the guys next to you to help you and you're getting double and triple teamed every time because you're the only thing that they have to look at, then that changes tank. Tank can't be tank when he's taking on a triple team. Well, now when you line up, when you line up Micah Parsons, Chauncey Golston, and Tank Lawrence on the same side of the ball, who the hell are you going to double team? Who are you going to double team? That is a nightmare. And especially when you have hunters up front and not a bunch of guys that are pretending to be hunters. Also not to mention Osa Odigizua on the other side with Randy Gregory, maybe Neville Gallimore when he comes back. I agree. There's going to be a lot of single-team schemes go, or single-person schemes going up against Demarcus Lawrence. That was just, And I brought, point that out because that was one of the blitzes that Dan Quinn bought from the right side last week versus, versus the Panthers. And you could tell it, the Panthers were like, oh, S. Shishkabobs. Shishkabobs. Who are we going to stop? Because Michael Parsons was lined up over the guard. He's lined up, standing yeah. up over the guard. Chauncey's <laughs> over the tackle, and then you have Randy Gregory on the outside. Dude, that's a nightmare. He's mugging the A-gap. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Micah. Yeah, no doubt. All right, I let's go that to – That's my favorite football term. Mugging, mugging the A-gap, man. Appreciate Sam in Atlanta for the call. Let's go to Fred in D.C. What up, Fred? You're on Talking Cowboys. What's up, gentlemen? What up, Fred? How's it going? Um, so we were talking about the Jalen stuff. I was thinking – Back in March, and you and you kind of made this point as I've been on hold, is that you didn't have Keanu, you didn't have Micah, you didn't have Jabril. All you had was Jalen and LVE and an injured Gifford and Joe Thomas, maybe, but then he left. So you really had nothing, and you had to start. But then another guy mentioned the injury settlement, which I didn't realize was the case. But, you know, with all these things, I don't think there was actually a choice about having Jalen on the team. Um, but I, I I was actually proud that once they realized that there was no more utility or advantage to having him on the team, they let him go. And so that's, that, to me, that signifies a shift of mindset that we've been waiting on for so long. Like, this would have never happened in Jason Garrett. And uh, I'm just happy that somebody, you know, that people in, in the room are finally – helping make the decisions as opposed to just, you know, being puppets or, or, or whatever. So uh, that was all the point I wanted to make. I appreciate it. That's a great point because mm-hmm. they hadn't drafted two linebackers yet. And that's why the previous caller, I got to double check that because I – that at that point, that's a good thought. It's like from a depth perspective, 
let's just go ahead and keep him on the roster for 2021. Yes, it's guaranteed. I'm not sure if it was what the physical being able to pass situation was by late March. I'm not sure. Because Zeke was the same thing. Zeke was healthy, but it was like if he's on the roster in March, whatever, his, his salary is fully guaranteed. It was yeah. the same thing. But I'm not sure where Jalen was exactly with his injury at that point. We'll see. Either way, they, they protected themselves depth-wise at the time. Yeah, and they didn't have that that mindset of going into the draft saying we are yeah we're gonna draft two linebackers we're gonna draft Michael Parsons first and then have Jabril Cox slide to us the way that he was able to so yeah that's kind of what I was mentioning earlier is if you had made this move in March do you go into the draft with a mindset of oh Michael Parsons is our guy then do you trade or do you draft him right at 10 and not risk going down to 12 or do you not draft Chauncey Golston, because that was the pick you got for the Eagles from moving from 10 to 12. So there's a couple domino effect things that could have happened, but I think overall the Cowboys did what they needed to to protect their depth at that level. One last caller here, and then we'll take our second break. Josh from Maryland, you're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling? How's it going? What's up, Josh? All right, all right. Long time. This is the first time called. Appreciate y'all letting me in. Quick question. Um, Y'all think that that switch to number nine could put too much of a spotlight on Jalen because he was real fine for the whole season. I found it funny. He had one tackle this past Sunday. So we're going to slap again. Oh, I think we lost Josh. Say, say, say what you just said again. Oh, okay. Can you hear me, fellas? Sorry, I'm on the back row. You're good. Okay. Yeah, so I was saying that number nine, I think that put another spotlight on that he didn't leave because it was um he stopped doing the swipe this year and then this past game he made one tackle and that one tackle he made he brought that swipe back out. <laughs> but I seen some reports saying that he might have gotten cut about two weeks ago, um, but Keanu Neal had the COVID situation mm. because he really wasn't getting too many uh high percentage of snaps. It it only bumped up to fifty because Keanu Neal been out. So appreciate you fellas taking the call. Hope to get to you next time. All good, Josh. Man, give me a crab cake, please. Mm. Here in Maryland. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Happy <laughs> on the obey. You hear me? Yeah, no. Hey, come on. They don't know me. about that obey. Oh, that stuff's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all come over to that to that that horrible stadium we got. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Oh, man. Appreciate it, Josh. He brings up a, a point that a lot of Cowboys fans would like to mention: is the swipe one last time. I don't think this cut had anything to do with the swipe. Let's hey. just get that out of the way. But hey, let me ask you something, Isaiah. If if you do something, if you do something and you say, "Baby, are you okay?" and your wife go, "Okay, I'm I'm okay." Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, you, not, okay. not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> so I'm not mad. So, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you know it, right? Somebody must have said about that swipe. Okay, uh, Jerry, I, he got his last okay. I'm pretty and that sure was Jerry it. was in the was up there in his suite. And he already said, he said, now, Jalen, here we go. If you, if you swipe one more goddamn time, oh, God. whoa, you, you're out of here. <laughs> and that was it. And he, he saw the tackle. He said, oh, crap, here it goes. <laughs> and he, he, he brought that arm back. He, he, that's it. <laughs> Get him if you Get swipe, him If you swipe yeah, one, one more. <laughs> Aaron, that is not a cow bite. Yes, that please, is not a not. cow bite. <laughs> Did he just swipe? <laughs> Steven, did he just swipe? <laughs> Clean my glasses. Clean my ass, Lord. God dang it. <laughs> Rob, you and I are going to be doing a show tomorrow <laughs> by just by ourselves. <laughs> I don't know if any of us are. Chris, Aaron's Do it again, Pinky. Hey, do it again, Pinky. All right. Do it again. Let's take our second break. Special thanks to all the callers today. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, there is an all-pro cornerback now on the market. Or going to be on the market. Is that a move the Cowboys could make? We're going to talk about it when we come back right after this. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25 horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. 
where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. What are we doing? Chris, can you... I don't know. Chris, um, ground us. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be. In. We'll join you Monday on Talking Cowboys after our two day suspension. Um, okay, so we don't. Aaron's got some editing to do. Yeah, here. so we don't actually have a suspension. NFL.com has reported that the Patriots plan to release cornerback Stephon Gilmore from New England. Gilmore, an All Pro cornerback, has been in New England for how long? Six years? Seven years? Pretty high amount of time in New England. It looks like that time's coming to a close as of this afternoon. It is supposed to be coming down the transaction wire sometime this afternoon. But that means a cornerback's on the market, and there is an extra roster spot. I don't know if the cap has the room for it, but you can make it work, right, Isaiah? We created cap room. Yeah, You guys remember? A while back there. Before restructure. The restructure. Right? How much restru- how much room do we have? It's about ten. Oh, they created at least know, a dozen million. Yeah, we got about that. Yeah, we, yeah. we have enough. We yeah. haven't he was due, I think, five eight, if I remember correctly, this year. I think Gilmore. I thought was it was like seven. Yeah, was I, it? I thought his base was like seven. Okay. And then I think his prorated salary for the year would be something like nine to ten million. Okay. Well, either way, we have enough, right? Okay. Um so I, would you I, make let's, the do- let's, let's play make let's play a game of what if. Okay, let's play it. What if we had an opportunity with the season that we're having, with the cornerback play that we're having, the secondary, the whole defense, right? But we have a guy, Trayvon Diggs, that, that, that my guy Hickma absolutely loves and we all love. And he's playing really well ball, really, really good ball, um, playing the best cornerback ball in the league right now. And imagine, just imagine, he's a second-year player, correct? Imagine if we had the opportunity to pair him up with one of the two leagues considered, considered by the league – to be shut down corners, Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore. Those are the only two that come to mind when you talk about shut down. Like, I go where you go, I'm with you, I'm in your back pocket. Okay? Imagine if we had opportunity to add that to what we have going on right now, who not only is a proven leader, he's also Super Bowl champion, and he's a number one corner that needs to ball out one year to go out and get the big boy contract that he wants. Oh, and by the way, Dallas happens to be the biggest market, the largest marketed team in the world. A lot of opportunity there. Mm-hmm. A lot of opportunity there. I would say, why not? Jerry has, has alluded to him running out of kind of his time is kind of going right. Kind of t- he feels that he's getting older and I feel like he really wants to go. He obviously wants to go get that thing. He know, we know we all know that's what he wants more than anything is a Super Bowl. When he feels as if he's that close, this close, right? Four games in, he already feels we have a, a legitimate shot to go after this thing this year. Not just Cowboys Nation hype. This is like legitimate. We have a solid roster. We're playing well. Why would you not add another chess piece that would even more make you more dominant on that side of the ball? You have no question marks on offense. 
You had no, you had question marks in on defense before the season started. Why not secure that? Mm-hmm. Secure it where it doesn't matter what side you go to. You got to deal with Diggs or you got to deal with Gilmore. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And we're going to face teams that we need two guys that could shut down some people because we saw in week one, did a good job against one, but there's another dude on the other side named Antonio Brown that kicked our butt. Right? Every team that we face going into the playoffs and all that jazz down the road, we're going to need some other guys other than just Diggs. And if you have opportunity to secure him, secure the bag. That's my opinion. I love what you just said. Okay. And I, I think Stefan Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey, you're absolutely correct. Those are guys that you have to mention in the same breath when you mm-hmm. talk about shutdown corners. When I look at our team, mm-hmm. I see Dan Quinn as the man that maybe did what Mike McCarthy did in his year off in changing everything that he did. Dan Quinn was a cover three defensive coordinator. That's what I'm going to play because I don't believe that your guys can beat the guys that I have. Mm -hmm. He's changed that. Mm -hmm. He's changing his coverages up all the time, going zone, going man, all of those things. Stephon Gilmore, to me, is a nomad corner. He's like what we're turning Trayvon Diggs into. He's traveling with the main guy. What system... You know, I think he could play in any, every system Correct. because of Belichick, right? But I think thirty at the age of thirty-one, right now, with the injury history that he's the injury that he's coming off of, which mm-hmm. is a quad, mm-hmm. we don't know when he would be back. And obviously, whenever he did get an opportunity to come back off of IR healthy, then obviously you could use that. But look at what you have right now, and I think that if you look at the health and where this team is, we could use. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, mm-hmm. a guy of his, his caliber, but I think the money and his age isn't right to fit what we have right now. For one year? And look, even for one year, if we went down that road, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be sitting over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> let's, get, let's get it on. But I think from, in, from an internal standpoint, there are other things that we could do to make this team better. And I'm saying from a de-tackle, we, we, no, and I'm saying the depth at what we have at D-Tackle. We've had guys that are coming back that we hope are going to be healthy. Yes. But, again, we, that's the great unknown in, in a lot of uh, areas. Mm-hmm. Again, I, Stephon Gilmore is one of the players that I love in this league because he's a straight-up certified dog. There's no question you don't need to co-sign that. All I'm saying is for where he is right now in his career and what we have. You don't need, we need it. Yeah. No, and that, that those are all great points. I mean, Gilmore – Still banged up, like you said. I mean, he's on pup for a reason. He's physically unable to perform. But he does bring in that resume that could take Trayvon Diggs to the next level. But do you really want that messing up a, a groove? Because right now your defense has a bit of a groove. Jerry was asked uh, about, you know, would you have been in on another veteran cornerback who signed with Tampa Bay? And he talked about progress stopping. So I yep. don't know. I mean, every case is different, and I get again. This is not official, but the NFL media is saying this is going to happen officially. Yeah. New England's going to do yeah. this. I think thirty-one teams' antennas are up because of the quality of player. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Money's the reason why he's not going to be there anymore. He wants more money. He wasn't willing to restructure his contract. So, like you said, like what does he want to do? Does he want to take a, a kind of bet on myself deal to come back healthy? Very serious injury. I mean, it's a quad deal, and he's out at least through week six, I guess. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's going to be a lot of teams interested. Absolutely. So I mean, it's there's there's money and injuries are the are the facts. Bet your Tampa on the phone right now. Oh, everybody's everybody's the need corners. I mean, everybody, Tampa's one of them. How many cornerbacks do you get? To, to put your hands on that are of his caliber. Not many. It's a not shocking. A it's, I mean, it's hardly this, ever. This is yeah. more shocking than Jalen. Hardly I mean, ever. Yeah. Again, he knows that he needs a prove it year. Nobody's going to give him. He knows he can't get the contract that he wants right now coming off of that injury unless he proves it first. Correct? Yeah. He doesn't want to prove it with a team that's crap. He wants to prove it with a team that's doing well, and he wants to do it in a, in a highly touted market. Highly exposed market. Dallas Cowboys is the greatest market there is in football. Right, Dallas Cowboys are a very competitive team right now. With probably the most energy on defense right now, playing well for a great defensive coordinator. Another great corner. I don't have to come in and be the guy because there's another guy that's already balling out. So I can. I don't. All the spotlight won't be on me. Right. So he can come into a good situation. We know he's a team player because he's coming from freaking Belichick. Yep. He knows how to play all defenses. He can travel if we need him to. If Diggs goes down, guess what? We still have a number one. Mm. There's too many positives. We have the money. We created cap space. You're in a position, if I'm Jerry Jones, secure the freaking bag. Secure the bag. You have the best training staff in the NFL. Do your homework. 
Do whatever you got to do. Check him out. Dr. Cooper, all them cats. Check him out. Get him in the building. He's a team player. He's a leader. He's the one of the best cornerbacks, one of the best two cornerbacks in the league when healthy. That's We can say that about anybody. right? Why not? No, I, And he can mentor Trayvon Diggs. Diggs right now is the veteran at the corner position. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, but you you know, again, we signed up for this youth movement. Here we are. I agree. And and, and I also and I also feel, I agree with you with that. I mean, what do you have to lose? Nothing. You you got a Super Bowl to win. So make that move now. You strike when the iron's hot. That is the the, the MO of the league. And you, you talk about and, and, and I can see this clearly. Yeah, he was a traveling uh, corner in New England. That don't mean he has to do it when he's here, nope. right? He doesn't have to do it nope. when he's here. And and we see that the other weaknesses and teams are going to just completely stop throwing <laughs> to Trayvon's guy. They're just going to stop and they're going to try and start exposing the other side. Well, I think right now Anthony Brown and the guy that we're talking about is it, not even a one A one B situation. So I mean, everybody's shaking their head. Yeah. So. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, just imagine this. Imagine this, right? Because we're gonna we're gonna face this, right? Kansas City's coming up on on the docket down the road. Okay, some weeks down the road, you come up. You're Patrick Mahomes. You come up to the line of scrimmage. You look to one side. You're like Diggs. Mm-mm. You go to the other side. You see Gilmore. Mm-mm. <laughs> you look in the middle. You see Michael Parsons. Uh, and you got D Law and Gregory. What, 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 what is going on? Yeah. What is going on right They're now? Coming. Coming. Hey, and, and, and Diggs and Gilmore, be, don't, I don't care who comes over here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come, come on. I don't, come care. On, I don't, have, to worry. I don't yeah. have to worry about who's going to what side. We, we got you. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Gosh. I, I really do. I love that, but, you know. Man, yeah. it's it's for that's it's why I'm not a GM. It's because your boy soon as soon as three o'clock hits, I'm Bang. like, what you want? I got a million more than what you want right now. I got it. What I get you good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, that's the thing, though, is it's never that straightforward. It's never that straightforward. Never though. that straightforward. I agree completely with everybody's thought process here, but it's gonna be a complex deal, just how we saw from the other side. <laughs> uh, don't pull out that oh wallet. Gosh. Stop it. That's a lot bigger, a lot just, thicker just than my empty wallet. Empty it out. <laughs> just empty the wallet. Just empty it. You got it. What you say? it for yeah oh goodness i mean in the market deal too i mean you you mentioned it with the, you wants to go to a bigger market he has to. that's why he went to new england from buffalo in well, 2017 and it's it, one of the big reasons i would imagine at his age he's i mean he's won super bowls he's just trying to play for a super this Contender. is this is a group of the cowboys are in a group of teams that are in that category they after four on. games but i will look again though he's been out since december what did i say did you hear that i did did you hear what he just said did i say it what it did I, I passed out for a second. He said did I actually word. say it? He did, said the did he word. black out? He did, did he say it? He said it. Uh oh. Well, well, that's it for us on Talking Oh, no. We got in there. <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time for Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam, and the backup Kyle Yeoman saying so long. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?